0: Today on Talking Back, at the end of Zelda, you get a light bone arrow.
1: Talking Back.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Back the podcast where we chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me in studio today is nobody. It's just me today. Well, Jude is going to be dropping by shortly um, to help us talk about The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, but Dean was unable to make it. Do You know what? Dean, Dean didn't even play this game, so it's okay. Maybe we'll... Maybe we'll give Dean a call later and surprise him. He doesn't know we're doing this, but maybe we'll call him. We'll see how this goes. But like I said, we're going to do The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. I played this game with Jude, and I think before we get him in here, I'll just go over some background information and talk a little bit about the game and story. And then we'll get him in here to tell us what he thought about the game. So, released November 23rd, 2013, to critical acclaim. So the audio, the dungeon and puzzle design, the open world structure, and the level of difficulty were all praised in this game when it was released. It sells 2.5 million copies in the first five months, which is huge. It goes on to sell over 4 million copies worldwide. Now, these are great numbers for a Legend of Zelda game on a handheld system. Only the Phantom Hourglass and Ocarina of Time 3D had more sales for a handheld game. And let's be honest here, Ocarina of Time, that's a port from an N64 game. Like it's a classic game, one of the best games ever, probably. So uh, I'm not surprised it did really well, but I'm not really going to count that one. I guess you kind of have to count it anyways, though. So we'll count it. All right, we'll count it. So obviously this game is developed and published by Nintendo, right? They own Zelda. And it was the 17th installment in the Legend of Zelda series. Now, A Link Between Worlds is a direct sequel, sequel, did I say sequel? It's a sequel to A Link to the Past, which was the Zelda game released on the Super Nintendo. One of the focuses of the design team here was in changing the established conventions of this series. So doing something new and different. In previous Zelda games, the player would go into a dungeon, obtain a new item, and then move on to the next dungeon in a specific linear order. Now, on this one, the design team felt that the formula they previously had in these games, it was flawed because a player could actually get stuck at a dungeon and be unable to progress any further in the game. In A Link Between Worlds, players are allowed to play the dungeons in any order that they choose and also play them one after another, so continuously if you want. There's no real break in between if you don't want there to be. In order to meld the weapon system to this new open world feel because you're no longer collecting your weapons in a linear fashion, but you still need to get these weapons. So what the designers do is they introduce a weapons rental system. Now I'm kind of on the fence with this one, but basically what it is is all of the weapons were available for rent early on in the game. Now you were limited by how many items you could rent just by really not having enough rupees to to rent them. I think the rental cost was 200 rupees, but at that time, getting 200 was a pretty good grind. So it was a bit difficult collecting those items or renting those items right off the bat, which was fine. I think you could purchase them, eventually purchase them for 800 rupees. Now, I mean, that would take a long time to get the 800. So you weren't really buying any of these weapons right off the bat. Now, if you get killed in the game, all of the items that you have rented are returned to the merchant, which means you'd be required to go back and rent them again. So that was kind of a big deal because of how long it takes you to collect the rupees to to rent these items. But what I realized after that happened to me one time was that if you're really diligent with your save points, and there's lots of save points, lots of places to be saving, if you're diligent with that, then it was easier to actually just turn off your game if you got killed and load up your last save point rather than continuing from after dying and moving on in your game from there without the items. So a bit of a workaround there that I ended up doing now. <laughs> let's, let's be serious, I, I did not die many times in this game, okay, so I didn't really need to use that, but you know, I found out that it was there. Now one of the really cool game mechanics that they add is the ability for Link to become one with a wall and move around on the walls. Now, the bad guy in this game, Yuga, has the power to turn people into paintings, and then he collects these paintings. So Link ends up getting the power to go onto walls as a painting. Now, when this game was released, this was actually one of the main reasons I didn't play this game, is I thought that 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 mechanic looked a little bit silly, and I wasn't sure that I was going to be interested in even doing that. I thought it would, I don't know. I was being negative. I thought it would be worse than it was. So I didn't, didn't play the game. But having played it, it was a fantastic game mechanic. What the player was allowed to do with this new mechanic brought so many interesting elements to the game. So, you know, just think about it. The ability to go onto a wall and move around the room on the wall. So, for example, there's one dungeon where you're, you start off in jail. And well, how do you get out? Well, all you have to do is go on the wall and you can slide through the bars because you're, you're like a flat A flat character or you could go to the edge of a mountain where you can't jump off but hey wait you can go on the wall and then you can make your way around the other side of the mountain to an an area that you couldn't originally access so you really had to use your brain you know where am I and where do I need to get to and is there a way I can use this wall mechanic to get there I really liked it it ended up being really really neat and I just I think it's a 10 out of 10 game mechanic in my opinion so for the story in standard legend of zelda fashion you play as link a young adventurer tasked with restoring peace to the kingdom of hyrule after the evil sorcerer yuga captures princess zelda and the seven sages yeah yuga just went out and put the seven sages and zelda in a painting all separate paintings and then just collected them jerk during the first encounter Link is given the ability to merge onto walls, as I mentioned earlier. Now he gets this magic bracelet that allows him to do that. This this allows Link to reach previously inaccessible areas and travel between Hyrule and Lowrule. So this game is interesting. There's two separate worlds. Now, one is kind of like the good world and the other is like the dark world. And in, the, in, the, in Hyrule, the people are nice to you, they'll chat with you, they'll give you information. In low rule, nobody wants to talk to you. Everybody's mean and there's a lot more bad guys and they're a lot harder to kill. But what low rule has are the seven dungeons that you need to defeat. Now each dungeon has one of the seven sages' paintings in there and that's what you're trying to collect. The gameplay is pretty standard Legend of Zelda format where you start off and you need to collect your three gems to kind of start your main quest in action. So same here, you do three small dungeons, uh, then you're given the bracelet where you can start going between walls, and then you can actually go through certain cracks in the walls to get to Low Rule, which is where the seven dungeons are. The seven dungeons are actually just flat out marked with red X's on your map. It's very easy to know where to go. I didn't get lost very often, I think maybe one time, one time i got lost and didn't know where to go but there's a fortune teller who you can pay a little bit of money to and he'll and give you a bit of a hint so i think i use that once or twice but for the most part you, you know where to go but even though the x is marked very obviously on your map it's actually still quite difficult to find specifically where the x is what the x is is the entrance into the dungeon so you can try to head straight for that x but you're going to find barriers along the way and actually need to use your brain a little bit and figure out how to get around certain obstacles to get there. And sometimes this means going out of low rural into high rural and then back in to low rural in a different, in a different area to access different parts of the, the terrain. So the maps are not identical between the two. So you can you can get somewhere in one of the worlds and slip through a crack to the other world and be somewhere that you wouldn't have been able to access from that world. So with those seven dungeons marked on your map, you can go out and you can do these dungeons in any order that you want. There are different levels of difficulty in dungeons and final bosses, but you don't really know what you're getting into until you till you do it. It was interesting not having this linear progression of difficulty, but actually having starting off easy and then getting really, really hard and then it getting easy again and then hard again. It was it was really interesting and kind of fun. The overall level of difficulty in this game was not very hard. I liked it for that. Very much so actually. I didn't have to worry about getting lost, I didn't really have to worry about getting killed. There's always enough hearts, there were lots of weapons, I knew where to go. It was just a fun experience just to be able to to run around and not really be too concerned about dying or not being able to progress somewhere or get stuck. So A plus for that. So I think that's a good place to take a break. And we'll come back shortly with Jude.
1: Time for break.
2: Okay, we're back, and Jude, you're joining us now, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: thank you for coming back. You were on a previous episode where we talked about Journey, right?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah and now we're, we're talking about a different game. What are we talking about today?
0: Zelda. Zelda. <laughs>
2: You're a big Zelda fan, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So you and I beat this game together, yeah. right? Yeah. We just beat it this morning. We finished it this morning. So we wanted to talk a little bit about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what it's did
0: you. Lucky when that we beat
2: it. It is lucky that we beat it, yeah. Yeah, but we also were really good at it, so it was also skill that helped us beat it. Both of our skills, because you did a lot. Uh,
0: No, I was just playing outside.
2: Yeah, so you didn't, you mean you're playing outside, like you weren't playing very much in the dungeons, but you played the other worlds. What did you think of the game?
0: Pretty
2: good. Pretty good? What are some of the... Actually good. Actually good. What are some of the things you liked about it, your favorite things?
0: That the light bone arrow that we have
2: okay the light bone arrow
0: now we have now when i play it again
2: yeah we got that near the end of the game that was a, that was the very the first and only weapon that we got that we were able to use when we were a painting on the wall so previously when we were moving along the walls we couldn't use any of our weapons but right near the end for the final boss we were given a light arrow yeah, well, Zelda gave us that. We freed her right at the end, and she gave us that one last weapon to help us.
0: Because she loves us.
2: Yeah, some, something like that, yeah.
0: Or maybe to help us so we don't die.
2: Yeah. So there were two different types of worlds, right? We called them the good guy world and the bad guy world. What was different about those places?
0: One was the bad, four bad guys and some good guys and bad guys but mostly the bad guy world only had bad guys but mostly good girl world had good guys.
2: Yeah. So when you started the game you started playing in good guy world and you only wanted to play in good guy world because you were a little bit scared of the bad guys. You played a lot in good guy world and you would kind of sneak into bad guy world and take little peeks at it but then you'd quickly go back into the crack and go back to Good Guy World, right? But then you got braver and braver and braver. And then you were just going to Bad Guy World all by yourself and killing all the bad guys. And you were finding new dungeons and finding caves and finding weapons and items for us. cracks. You did great. You did great at this game. You got us so many rupees.
0: What's rupees?
2: Rupees are the little gems that you would collect. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that game where there were the two treasure chests and you had to pick one and one of them had a hundred rupees in it and the other one had one but you had to pay some money to get it but you would play that game you'd keep going in and out and you got us so many rupees out of that yeah
0: and the bad guy one has all of the treasure chests
2: well the bad guy the bad guy the bad guy world that room had the room was full of treasure chests yeah, and not just watch, two and you
0: can only choose three
2: Make you choose three what about the bosses? Do you remember any of the bosses you fought?
0: Yeah.
2: What? Which ones? I didn't
0: get to fight any. Only two. Which, what were they? Um, the fire one and the ice one.
2: Okay, so you fought the in the fire dungeon and the ice dungeon. You fought the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, and you did You did really good.
0: But there was no mini bosses that I fighted in them.
2: No mini bosses?
0: Well, did I fight a mini boss?
2: You liked to fight the mini bosses in the dungeon. So... I would do the dungeons because they were a little bit more difficult to figure out. There were some puzzles and stuff. You did do some dungeons by yourself. No. But I had to. I had to help out in in, in most of them. But, I didn't
0: do some dungeons. No. No.
2: You did the the very last castle. You did half of it all by yourself.
0: No. Yeah. Oh because right, I played in it.
2: Yeah, I didn't even know what you were doing, and you just I I left the room for a little bit, and I came back, and you were half done the final castle. That was kind of cool. But I
0: didn't get in one mini boss.
2: Well, I let you fight three of the three of the four mini bosses in the castle. No. Yeah. Only two. No. Do you want to remi- remember them? Who there was the oh, uh, right. electric jellyfish.
0: Oh, I know, right, right. Who else? I really wanted to fight all four. I couldn't because I that the fire one was easy peasy.
2: Yeah, I fought one, and he was really easy. Yeah. But what else was there? There was the one guy. You have a funny name for him the guy with the tail
0: the burger boss
2: the burger boss <laughs> why do you call him the burger boss because
0: he's the burger because
2: he like he's round like a hamburger
0: no because he's all he's the burger just if you hit his tail he turns to like a different color of burger that which that makes him turn faster so he can't hit his tail and he doesn't turn just into his burger first head
2: yeah he was tough yeah. we had to use one of our potions that fill all our life back up yeah, Only one
0: though yeah only actually one. we needed two for me right
2: two yeah we had lucky we had three though so we we were okay
0: we only but what if we only had one then we'd we would die if we had been. two that'd be pretty lucky we would use all of them
2: Yeah, yeah and then the last the last mini boss was what was the, la- the last mini boss oh it was that octopus, octopus thing boy. with little what does it have all, all around it?
0: Little eyeballs.
2: Little eyeballs and water. Yeah, and you beat that guy.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you really got you really got better at this game. You started kind of a little bit a little bit scared, and then by the end you were just doing everything by yourself, right?
0: Mostly everything.
2: Now, what about my Mai mice? Let's talk about my Mai mice a little bit. Okay. You know what those are, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you found a room in a cave. You had to yeah. you had to use a bomb to break. Some rocks and you found a cave. And inside that cave, what is that thing? It it looked like but what what did it look, it looked like a big octopus or something, right? Yeah. Or, or a big squid.
0: It, and then it just wanted to lose all its marmies. It just wanted to so he had to go and find them.
2: Yeah, we talked. We talked to her, and she was a mother, and she had a hundred babies, and they were all lost out in the world somewhere. She
0: just wanted to do that to us, right?
2: Well, I don't know. I think they got out somehow, so we had to go find them for her. But
0: it's too bad we found that cave, cause I don't. It's cause we didn't get to find all them. The game doesn't take one hundred days to find all them.
2: Um, it took us probably a hundred days to beat this game, maybe more. <laughs> we were playing for a long time because we only play video games on the weekend, right? And only for a little bit on the weekend. So it took us a long time to, to go through this, but out of 100 my, Mai how many did we find? Do you remember? No. 91. So there's only nine more to find. But here's the cool thing is what happens every time you get 10 of them, every time you take 10 baby my Mai back to the mother what what happens upgrade weapons upgrade a weapon to
0: we? but we upgraded all of them
2: we did so we got to 90 and there's no more weapons to upgrade so we're both curious what happens when we return all 100 but what are some of the weapons that we had that we would upgrade and what what happened to them when we upgraded them so the first one was the boomerang we upgraded the boomerang first what what did the boomerang do after we upgraded it
0: you could throw three
2: yeah you could throw three instead of one and what were some of the other ones?
0: How about you list them off, and then I'll tell you what they did.
2: That sounds like a that sounds like a great plan. So we had the bone arrow.
0: We upgraded second. I think so. And Then you it shooted three.
2: Yeah, three arrows instead of one. The bomb.
0: Um, it was bigger.
2: Bigger, bigger explosion. Yeah. The fire rod.
0: It. It could. It keeps on going when it hits something.
2: Yeah, it would go through things, and it was a lot bigger. You, it would throw like a fire, like a fireball that would run run across the ground, but and it got real big. Ice rod.
0: It would do four on the ground.
2: Yeah, four big pieces of ice would fall from the sky instead of one. Yeah. Sand rod.
0: Um. Um. It. I think. It. I think. It stayed up longer.
2: Yeah. So or it, were,
0: or it stayed up forever.
2: Yeah. It would make a pillar of sand come up from the ground if you were in the desert, and you could walk on it. And there it was. It was timed. You it maybe may only stayed up for five seconds. But when we upgraded it, it just stayed up forever.
0: No, not forever. I don't think.
2: No, not forever. Not for
0: a long time. For a
2: long time. And then there was the. Because
0: um, if it was forever, when we turned back on the game, it would still be there.
2: No, that's a good point. Yeah, not forever. <laughs> What about our leaf rod?
0: It would make us go higher. Cause could, I had two.
2: Yeah, it sucked us up in the air, and we, we would go a bit higher. And is that all? Oh, the hammer.
0: Um, it would be spiky and it would bang.
2: Bigger, bigger surface area to it to hit big. things with. Yeah. I think that was it. No. Can you think of any others? Oh, the hook shot. Um, I don't even know what really happened with the hook shot. Did, it,
0: I think it went fast?
2: Went faster? Maybe longer. I don't really know, though. We didn't use the hookshot very much in this game. Do you know what I just found out yesterday, though? What? You know the bad guys with the shields? Yeah. And you you use your sword at them, and they just block it, and they're hard to kill? Yeah. I accidentally shot one with a hook shot and it pulled his shield right off of him. Yeah. And then I could hit him. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, you should have told me. It
0: breaks his shield.
2: Oh, it breaks it. Oh. I
0: think.
2: I didn't know that. So you knew stuff that I didn't know.
0: Well, actually... There's a couple weapons you can do to break his shield. Really? The fire rod, it breaks his shield and it kills him. <laughs> yeah. But it's, if you want to just break his shield, try to try to get hit by fire rod and hit, get hit by that guy, but which would make you lose hearts, but it would help or just use a hookshot.
2: Yeah. So you mentioned hearts. That's another thing that we get upgraded or- in the game.
0: The ice rod, if it hits the ice, it would break his shield, and and then if we did it, or it would kill him and break his shield, or maybe it would break his shield, and then we could kill him or do it again and kill him.
2: Okay, so what were your, you were allowed to use two weapons at a time, right? Other than your sword and your shield. So what were your your favorite two? Yes. Um, You liked to have the ice rod and the fire rod, right? What did I like?
0: Boomerang and Bone Arrow. Which ones? Boomerang and
2: Bone Arrow. Uh, yeah, bo- Boomerang and Bone Arrow, and sometimes I would do Boomerang and Fire Rod also.
0: Yeah. Why do you never want never want Boomerang?
2: I always wanted boomerang. You no, know,
0: like, this is hard. Why do you never want to not have Boomerang?
2: Oh, yeah, how come I never want to take, yeah, it, just, take it off?
0: Yeah, because it just makes them dizzy.
2: Yeah, you hit it. Because
0: it didn't do anything.
2: That's right. It doesn't really do damage to the bad guys. It, it freezes them for a second. It makes them dizzy. But then you can run in and hit them. Do you know why I think I like that one? Yeah. Because that that's one weapon that's in all of the Zelda games. There's always a boomerang. And I think I'm so used to using the boomerang that that was just my favorite one again in this game. And it's the first weapon that we got. So I was the most familiar with it. I used yeah. it the most. How was it
0: the first weapon?
2: That was the first one that we rented from the the shop from the merchant in the shop remember you rent your weapons in this one
0: no like at your house you get the weapons but the but but it acts it's good that we didn't have to fight the bad guy guy but he was in the good guy world his house was in the good guy world
2: who the
0: our our but the bunny guy
2: the bunny guy
0: yeah he was in good guy world and he was a bad guy zelda
2: Yeah, right. So you're talking about the big twist at the end where um, there's these two worlds and there's kind of opposites going on in these worlds. And we didn't know, but the guy who was helping us the whole time, he was dressed up like a bunny. He would rent us items and he was staying in our house. We were letting him stay in our house in Good Guy World. Turns out at the end, he came and took his costume off and he was a Link from the Dark World. And we thought he was going to fight us. Yeah. Right? But he didn't. He was being nice and he wanted to be friends. No,
0: it's because he said the bad guy girl to be and and he was in good girl, world and he was in in our house.
2: He was in yeah, we were at the end we were talking to him in bad guy world, but throughout the game he was in good guy world at our house. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then some other things, there was something called Master Ore
0: but we didn't
2: get it we sure did get it oh right (laughs) (laughs) it just took us there were four pieces of master ore and you needed two at a time and you could get your sword upgraded and it took us a long time to find piece number four but i finally found that last night and then we were we uh i let you go and upgrade our sword this morning so your sword would get more powerful and it would change color right yeah we i think we started off with a blue sword then we upgraded it to a red sword. No,
0: it was actually a silver sword. Remember when we fighted the guy?
2: Oh, so, oh.
0: The weird creature, I think. Okay. I think it started like a yellow one, turned to a silver blue, um, red, and then, and then, um, gold, or, or is it yellow? I think it's gold.
2: I think, I think it's gold at the end. Yeah. If all your hearts are full and you swing your sword, it shoots a little bit of a laser out. Like a laser beam goes shooting out, and that was maybe red. You know what I mean? When you have all your hearts are full and you swing your sword, something shoots across the, sh- the whole screen? No,
0: it's not when your hearts are full.
2: It. It's when your hearts are full, yeah. And as soon as you get hit, then it doesn't do that anymore. But our hearts, we start the game with how many hearts?
0: Two.
2: Three. And then every dungeon, every time you beat a dungeon, you get a new heart. And also you can find heart containers. And if you get four heart containers, you get a new heart as well. And how many did we end the game with? How many did we have?
0: I forget.
2: 17. Uh, It was hard to beat us. We were pretty tough by the end.
0: No, we were supposed to get up to 20.
2: Yeah, you can get to 20. We didn't get there. Aw. Yeah.
0: Why? Because we didn't find all the heart containers? That's right. Oh, right, because there was a secret one.
2: I think there's some secret ones we missed, yeah. But yeah. we can go back and.
0: And I saw it on my map, but it's not easy to get, in there's a challenge. But, but there's the thing that I really wanted to do, and I got to it again, and there was a wall blocking. I thought it was just easy to get to, but it's really hard.
2: Oh, okay. Actually.
0: You have to get to there from a key, I think.
2: Hmm. Yeah, so even though we beat the game when it when the game was all done, it still had our last save point saved. So we can actually go back and finish the things that we want to do.
0: No, there's no the last save point.
2: You know, I saved it right before we went and fought the boss.
0: Yeah, but we can't go back because it's all done. It's over.
2: No, that's what I'm saying is I I turned it on after it was done and and it, it didn't save it again after we beat the boss. It still saved at that point just before we fought the boss. So we can still go and collect all the Mai Mai's and see what happens and And try to get more hard containers. Yeah. Yeah. And when it was, when the game was done, it told you how many times you died (laughs) and how many rupees you collected. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're only allowed to have 9,999 rupees at a time, but I guess it still kept counting how many rupees you would collect. And by the end of the game, we had thirty-four thousand rupees collected. That's mostly all you. Yeah. You were the you were the power rupee collector.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, you were great at that.
0: And how much we died was one. I think we done more. Cause remember in that bagger place, you I think I died, and then you I think you died. Or well, maybe I didn't die. Maybe I just beat it. No, I didn't beat. Oh yeah, I beat it first and second time, but then you had to do it. You died.
2: Yeah, it, it, it counts.
0: I be I'm better at it than
2: you. You're better at it than me.
0: Yeah, cause I beat it two times, the first and second time. But one time at the burger and the boss place, it was easy. But but because that's why I thought it was easy. And the boss said it at the. At the Hammer Place, looked like it was really easy, so I thought the one that Mini Boss one was going to be easy, but it was really hard actually. All right. It's because the walls were moving.
2: That's right. the The walls were coming in at one of them. The Burger Boss. The walls were coming in, and the walls would push you into him. It said, I, It said we only died once, and I think that's because what they count as dying is when you get killed, and then it asks you if you want to continue or quit, and if you say continue then all your weapons go back to the store and you have to rent them again. I didn't like that. So I realized, I said this earlier in the podcast, I realized after dying one time that it was easier instead of continuing just to turn your game off, to turn the system off and then start it up again and start at your last save point where you still had all your items.
0: What would happen if you said quit?
2: I don't... Well, if you say quit, I don't know. I never said quit. But I one time I tried continue because I wanted to keep playing. I wasn't done yet. And then when I went back, all my items were gone.
0: It was because of those eyeball guys. And you died with that. You died with the the place. Those, like, eyeball guys. And you died with the... You know.
2: Yeah. You're right. It was that room of... of, uh, It was all dark in that room. And those guys... There was like eight guys, and you couldn't even see them, and then they would open their eye, and you could see their eyes, and then they'd all come and jump on you, and beat. they would beat me up, and I, I that's where I died, yeah.
0: And then you died in the magnet place, but it shouldn't have said two times, right? Yeah. Because you died two times.
2: Yeah, so you kind of caught me here. You're, you're letting out the secret. I did die more than once, yeah. I died, I think I died a few times, yeah.
0: Yeah, so why did they say one time? Maybe they only count one time dying time because they
2: back. they were counting it when you died and continued that's what they were counting yeah dying as but when i realized your items were all lost then i didn't i didn't do that anymore i just went back to a save point oh, yeah. that's what happened
0: but, there i that, i think that was a dungeon
2: uh, yeah yeah it was a dungeon
0: then how would you go back to the save point once you would fight that guy
2: well i'd have to do the dungeon again yeah so you're right there's no save points in the dungeon if you die in the dungeon you lose your progress from the dungeon, but we always save right before the dungeon. And remember
0: when you, the hand grabbed you, go back to sort of the same room.
2: Right, right. <laughs> okay, Jude, what do you say we give Uncle Dean a call and see what he knows about this game? Okay. Yeah? Should we try that? Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, but we'll <laughs> see if we can get a hold of him here. Let me find his number here.
0: What's his number?
2: Hmm, <sighs> His number isn't here in my phone. I just have to pull it up. Oh, I can't say his number. Then everybody listening, they're going to call him and bother him. Okay, here we go.
0: I don't want to know.
2: Here we go. Okay.
0: I don't
2: want to know. Hello? Hello, Dean. How are you doing? You're live. How are you? I'm good. You're live on Talking Back. Tim and Jude are here right now.
1: Oh no! Hey guys, how's it going? Good.
2: Where are you? You're supposed to be uh, here.
1: I'm supposed to, Oh, sorry! I'm driving, uh, I'm driving to my volleyball game right now.
2: You think that's more important than podcasting?
1: I, I must have got my schedules mixed up because I, I didn't know I was supposed
2: to be podcasting. Oh, uh, well that's okay. I think we're doing a topic today that you know nothing about, so... Um, oh, are you? What's the topic today? We're doing The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. I love Legend of Zelda. Okay, well, you know what we're going to do here is, and now you've never played this game, right? Uh, no, I've never played A Link Between Worlds. Okay, I want you, based on the name of the game, to tell us what the game's about. Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, I feel a little on the spot
2: here. Well, that, you're 100% on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so I got it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: okay, A Link Between Worlds. And so, Jude,
2: Jude, Jude's going to tell you if you're right or not.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, I'd say A Link Between Worlds. Uh, there's there's got to be two worlds in this game. Yes. And is that that's correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. And Link, our main character, is way to get between the two worlds. Yes. So he would be the only character that can be in both worlds.
2: Yes. So, right. Sort of, sort of. That's a that's a very good very good guess though, yes.
1: That would be that would be my
2: best guess. Sort of like Ocarina of Time,
0: he can
1: travel through time. I think he can travel through these worlds.
2: How do you think he does that?
0: He's going to um, craft on the walls.
2: Oh, Jude just let you know.
0: Oh, did he? <laughs> I didn't
2: catch it. Okay. Um,
1: I want to say he does it with some sort of magical artifact that you find
0: in the game.
2: What do you say, Jude? Yes. What is it?
0: It's a crack in the wall. No,
2: no, but what, what's the item that he gets that allows him to do that?
0: Going on the walls a magic bracelet
2: yeah he gets a magic bracelet oh okay and then we can go on the walls like a painting and slide along the walls and we find cracks in the walls and go from world to world oh interesting yeah that sounds pretty fun so what are you going to rate it after knowing that what do you give this game me 10 out of 10 yeah I think we agree (laughs) is this 10 out of 10 game (laughs) 10 out of 10 for you it's 10 out of 10 for me Okay, good. All right. Well, Dean, thanks for for the call. We appreciate it. No problem. We'll, we'll, pro- we'll probably have you here next week. Okay. Okay. All right. I gotta check my schedule. Make sure I have that uh, correct for next week. Yeah, we'll we'll double check. Okay. All right. Bye.
0: Bye. See you later. Bye. Everything he said was right.
2: He did a very good job of breaking down that game based upon the name. Yeah.
0: That rhymes. Game name.
2: That does rhyme, yeah. Well, is there anything else you wanted to say? No. Oh. No? You're all done? Yeah. Do you want to play this game again?
0: Yeah.
2: You do, hey? You want to start this over and do it by yourself without yeah. my help?
0: Yeah, I want to do. No, I want to do as much as I can and fight all the bosses except the cactus one because I will die with the cactus
2: one probably. Yeah. Oh, there was um a funny part. Once you started to play with me. I think I played for a couple of hours before you joined in and wanted to play with me. But we were having trouble getting into one of the dungeons. I think it was the very first dungeon. We were having trouble getting in because the door wouldn't open up. And we were trying lots of different things. And then I said, do you remember what I said? I said, oh, I'll just go on my phone and figure out how we do this. And what did you say?
0: That's cheating.
2: He said, don't do that. That's cheating. And
0: then, then we did it.
2: So we didn't yeah that we just I, I said okay, you're right, let's not cheat and we figured it out on our all by ourselves yeah. So this game
0: but what why would it not let us in?
2: Oh we we had to go around to three different houses and talk to three different people before it would let us in. So we ended up doing that and then we got in. but normally in video games, I like to kind of go through them pretty fast. I don't like to spend a lot of time being stumped by things. I used to do that when I was younger I would play Zelda for. I, for the whole day and it was okay if I didn't know where I was going I just like to play but now I don't have a lot of time to play games so I actually like to go on my phone and try to figure things out if I get stuck. But this game we we rarely got stuck in this game. There were only there was that one that I wanted to go to the, the phone to figure out what what we could do. And then I think when we... The only other thing we needed help with was when we were looking for the fourth piece of Master Ore. We couldn't figure it out. So I yeah, had to go on the online and figure it out. then
0: I let you go online, right?
2: Yeah, I went on. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I didn't let you with the thing going into the dungeon. No. What no. was the first boss in the dungeon again? Oh, it was that weird creature with a shield and a sword.
2: Stallblind.
0: Yes, yeah, Stallblind. Yeah. But I thought when I... Until I knew that guy, I thought the first one was that eyeball, right? Eyeball.
2: Yep, you thought the first boss was a spinny eyeball.
0: Until you told me about Soul Bond, which you forgot about.
2: Yeah. Okay, do you have a what if? A no. what if question? No. Like last time yours was really good. You said what if at the beginning of journey you could turn around and go the other way and head for a different mountain. Do you have anything like that for this one? <laughs>
0: Castle boss was easy.
2: <laughs> what if the castle boss was easy?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that would be kind of silly, hey? Yeah. Because normally when you go through the game, by the time you get to the end, the boss is the hardest character.
0: Or maybe, what if that door, there's nothing to do and you decide to do all your weapons and they wouldn't work. And you you have to break them and then get them and then open the door. Hmm. And then that would be good.
2: Well, what if... The only weapon you had in this game was your sword. What okay. if you didn't have any other weapons?
0: That would, st- that would be so stupid then.
2: That would be so stupid then.
0: Yeah, because we need bombs open things. We need we need the flea thing to get up to hard your things and let you bonk your head on it if you're, it's moving. Mm. Which, that's the only time you're going to get up. Because if you're not under it, and then it moves for you. What
2: are you talking about? What thing?
0: Like the f- fleet thing, the f- leaf thing.
2: Oh, the leaf thing. So the leaf thing that you would use I the leaf thing. To, or...
0: And if it if if there's no place to go up, if it was just. So you can go and you did it. It it doesn't let you go like that. So you wouldn't be able to get it. Only if it's a moving thing and you jumped in, then it moves on to your bottom and then you walk.
2: Yeah, so you're talking about the moving platforms that were kind of a level above you. And the only way to get to them was you used your leaf thing, which pushed you up in the air. And then you had to time it right so that when you'd go up in the air and when you landed, that platform would be going below you so you'd land on it. And then you'd be at the, well, the next what level if, up.
0: Um, you were up there and then it and then it went up you and then you fell but and there was the thing but but if you don't do it and you and and under it somewhere fall and then it went quick when you did it and then it went under you but and you missed and then you fell down into the bottom in those little.
2: well that happens sometimes we we would miss the platform right Sometimes we couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, but what if that hell happened with all of them? Because once you do it, it once going to bar goes speeding fast, so you just fall down. Yeah. That'd be weird. Would be weird. And you would never get to do it unless unless you, it was a secret way to do it.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, one, one thing I forgot to ask you about. What did you think about going on the wall and the the fact that we were able to use the walls to go around different objects and, and go around the world like that if yeah, we needed to. Good. It was pretty good, wasn't it?
0: Bad guy world we remember at the end we got to see whole bad guy. World? It looked short short, right? Yeah. It tended to look very easy and short. And it didn't show any bad guys, right? Right. That weird, right? Yeah because we killed all of them.
2: Well that was yeah, once we beat the game, yeah, we were we were in Bad Guy World, but we beat the bat the bat we beat the boss. In bad guy world, we beat the boss, so, so they are just showing us.
0: Maybe the boss killed all the other bad guys, and then we beat him.
2: Yeah, maybe. Maybe when we killed the boss, it killed all the other bad guys, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that would be weird, because it's on the same team. It's like trying to kill us, and the other bad guys killed us, which is easy, because I play all of them, and the Dark kills us. It makes us lose lots of hearts, I mean, but they don't kill us. I just Yeah. And we kill him.
2: Um, one of the. Remember
0: one... first, um, maybe, first of all, when I fighted the Cyclopses, I died, and then the second time I died, and the third time I died, and the third time I died, and I never wanted to fight them until we fighted the boss. And what if the boss? What if the boss was a giant Cyclops, and when you kill him, lots of the mini ones come? Then when you killed all the mini ones, the tinier ones, then tinier ones, tinier ones, then tinier ones, then tinier ones, then tinier ones. until they're at the ground and you can't kill them, then they kill you. <laughs> mm,
2: I like that one. If that, that, if that was.
0: The boss, then they would kill us because they would get tinier. Then so we can't even kill them. Then it would kill us. That wouldn't be
2: good. That would be a very hard boss because yeah. those Cyclopses are just guys who walk around the bad guy world, but you have to hit them like 10 times. They're like the hardest guy in the game other than a boss. And if he was huge, you'd probably have to hit him 40 times. And then if he broke into smaller ones, then you've got four or five of them that you have to hit 10 times each. And they throw bombs too. And then if they got smaller and smaller, there'd be too many of them. And that would probably kill us. And
0: then if they're small enough, we can't even see them. It would fill up... What if um, there was a giant one... Giant ones that fill up the whole room, then get tighter and tighter and fill up the whole room. And even where we are, and we step on them when they're so tiny, but then it kills the part of us, and then they run smaller and smaller, and then they killed us.
2: Yeah, that'd be terrible. Now,
0: stupidy, stupid bots, we would have to kill the tiny ones. We need some sort of weird weapon. We might need the hammer and smash all of them.
2: That's just what I was thinking. The hammer would probably be good if, if that was the case.
0: Yeah, because it's smash, 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 Maybe smash. The, Maybe
2: the ice rod to freeze them and then the hammer to hammer them.
0: Yeah, or fire rod. Yeah. And then ice rod, then hammer. But you can only maybe ice rod and then hammer fire rod. I
2: kind of want to fight this boss now. I want to try this out. <laughs> I want to try this boss.
0: But it's going to be hard. He probably will die.
2: I'm ready for the challenge. We'll just get a bunch of potions, as many as we can get.
0: Uh, you're not allowed to do that. We need all the containers. For what? To get our potions in!
2: No, no, that's what I'm saying. We'll fill our containers up with potions.
0: Uh, I think we only need one potion with this. It's actually really easy. Probably don't need any potions. Let's be a giant cyclops full of them. And then tiny and tiny and tiny. But you can use hammer and ice water fire rod to kill them. when they get so tiny, use Ice ice Rod and and Fire Rod to kill them. I mean, use Hammer and Fire Rod. Fire Rod hit them, but then if they were still there, Hammer.
2: Well, um, you know what? If we ever find a boss like that, I'm going to let you fight him. Because it sounds like you've got it all worked out.
0: Well, you probably want to have me more um, potions, way more potions than one, because it's actually going to be very hard, and there's no bosses like that in it. We, we, fa- we fighted all the bosses like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, there were there was no boss like that in this game, but that was, that was your what if, so it was a good one.
0: Yeah, what if in my game there was that? Then I would probably really need to find lots of potions.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: And what if, um... The baggers got harder, and then they turned all new, and one of them was that. But it was harder than all them. That was the hardest one ever at the castle ball. And it was the hardest.
2: That sounds scary.
0: Then it would be super hard. It would be. Did you hear what I said? A whole room of them. You'd be stepping on giant Cyclops and they'd be throwing bombs on the whole floor.
2: I know. It sounds and You'd have to hard. throw
0: all of them into a tower and knock them down onto the Cyclops and kill them.
2: Yeah, I know. I understand. I get it.
0: And it's, it's going to be hard.
2: Yeah, I know. That's why I'm going to let you play it.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, bosses are hard. I don't know how to fight them. I only fight easy ones.
2: Well, getting near the end of the game, you you were doing the bosses all by yourself, because you were brave enough.
0: If I fight in the castle boss, I'll die.
2: Maybe. He was the hardest, though.
0: But if you get hit by his magic, he doesn't actually turn you into anything. That's lucky, right?
2: That is lucky, yeah.
0: Yeah. Because what if he turned us into an ant? A red
2: ant. (laughs) We wouldn't be able to do much damage to him as an ant.
0: Yeah. We'd only be able to bite him.
2: Maybe, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. What's the... And that really hurts you the most of out of all ants. Fire ant. The, the
2: fire ant, yeah.
0: Oh, then what if he turned it into a fire ant? That would pretty good do pretty much damage to him. But you think so? It would take like one hundred bites to kill him.
2: Yeah, it would take a lot. Yeah. Okay, Jude. Well, thanks for joining us today. Okay. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to say?
0: Um, what if?
2: Yo, you are full of the what ifs again. You're the what if guy. I love it.
0: What if? It was. It was a. It was a whole done, It was a whole. It was a whole game with nothing to do. You will just run around, be bored, sing, and doing nothing but grass and hearts. And I don't know why there's hearts and there's nothing to kill.
2: Well, I don't think I would play that game.
0: Me either. If we had it, we would throw it in the garbage.
2: Yeah, I would. I would throw that game in the garbage. If I bought that game and there was nothing to do. Just cut some grass down and collect hearts. I'd throw that in the garbage.
0: Yeah, cause once you beat it, how would you beat it? You would have to go everywhere, and not even touch, and we have to touch every floor. Wow, that's boring. We don't even know if we touched all the floor. Wow, I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. Hey, who killed? What if there was all invisible bad guys? That. Ah, ow! Oh, ow! Get out my way! Ow! 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 And then the fours you could fall and... Ah, ow! Ah, ow! Ow! Ah. Ow! And then we killed them and they fell down and then, we, and then we tried to copy them and we fell down.
2: Um, well I don't even really know what to say about that.
0: Then you probably probably throw that in, the game in the garbage because it's too hard. <coughs> hard.
2: Yeah, that sounds... that's. <coughs> <laughs> you okay? Uh that sounds like a very frustrating game yeah. to fight invisible bosses. All right. Yeah, well Jude, it. thanks for joining us again today. We'll uh we'll have to play and find another game to play and beat it and then come and talk about it again.
0: Probably not Mario. That's way too hard because cuz that's way too not easy to talk about cuz I don't even know what Mario is.
2: Yeah, Mario's a bit too hard for a 5-year-old. You've, you played a little bit of it, but that would be a tough one to beat. That's yeah. even hard for an adult to beat, so.
0: Yeah, because. Because. What is those bullets beside, beside, and we have to run to be down and bonk their head on one?
2: And you, then you get killed.
0: No, no, we lose a heart. And then turn back to the. Done, once we found those little things that make you, if you die and you lose things, you just start there.
2: Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody, and we'll catch you next time.